When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever broken up with someone and had them go full crazy on you as a result? I broke up with him because I'd asked him to stop screaming at me in public when he was angry, and he wouldn't. Now he tells anyone on Reddit who will listen that I'm a sociopath. Well then fricked him. I broke up with my high school girlfriend after she cheated on me with one of her close family friends. She was upset because she said she was just helping him through his breakup. Subsequently, she sent me detailed Facebook message about how she asked her friends to each spit on me at my senior prom. She also wrote on some of my female friends walls, with her Facebook profile, and quoted me for the mean things she said. Upon breaking up with my crazy, emotionally abusive ex-boyfriend, we were having a screaming match in the apartment we lived in together. In a fit of rage he grabbed a strip of photos of the two of us that we took on the boardwalk in one of those photo booth thingies. He tries to tear the photos apart, but they wouldn't rip, because of the laminate that covers them. This makes him even angrier, and he grabs a lighter, with the hopes of the photos going up in flames, as he dangles it over our bed. But, with the photos being laminated and all, they just slowly started to melt. He is furious and I am trying to contain my laughter, as it is completely absurd how hard he is trying to destroy these photos of us. Then the fire detector went off. Finally, one that made me lol. I'm glad you thought it was funny too. Yes, when we were together he drew a picture of me. It was ugly. I hated it. We had a massive argument, not about the picture, which I thought was the end of us. So I threw the picture out. We made up. He discovered I'd thrown out the picture. He started going mad and throwing anything he could grab at me. Plates, plants, vases etc. Then he left. I thought that would be the end because it was such a scary outburst but no. Here's a snippet of the next few months. Constant mystery phone calls from people who would insult my appearance. Sometimes whole groups of people singing about how ugly I was. He showed up at the same gig as me and threatened me for daring to be in the same room as him. He raised his fist to me before being dragged away by a random passerby. Thank you whoever you are. After calling the police on him and then cautioning him for harassment, he photoshopped a picture of my number calling his phone and told the police it was me harassing him. He started telling people about his plans to kill me. One girl I didn't know was so worried about me she tracked down my details through mutual friends and called me. She could go into huge detail about my flat and all the escape routes I could use and how he was going to block them all off. Apparently he wanted to keep my eyeballs for trophies. Four years later, he still shows up on certain websites asking for nudes of me. A 1, a 2, or 3. Doo-wop, doo-wop do, doo-wop, doo-wop. You have hairy man lips. Click. I broke up with the girlfriend I had for about a week during the summer. Mind you, I didn't really know her that well, which is the reason I broke up. We were moving too fast. She reacted to the breakup by using some kind of karate move to get me on the ground, then held me there for about 20 minutes while she screamed random crap at me. Then she turned me around, pulled down my trousers and spit on my dong. 
She then licked it up and left. I still have no idea what the frick happened. I. Uh. Row. Yeah, I broke up with this guy once over the phone and he completely ignored me and said you didn't say that. You need to come and say it to my face. If you do that, I'll believe you. Okay. So I went to his house and broke up with him a second time. It took him about 10 minutes of trying to convince me before he let me leave. Right when I left, the calls and texts started happening. I purposely ignored 50 of his calls within 20 minutes and received countless texts. But the kicker was... He left me a voicemail that sounded like he was dying. He was making weird gasping sounds as he was crying on the message while saying stuff like oh god, I'm dying. I can't breath. Help me. I drank beer on my pills and I'm dying. You need to come back. You can only save me. See, he was a major binge drinker. He didn't drink all the time but when he did, he would drink like 20 beers in one night. To stop him from drinking so much. He got these pills that make people feel horrible if they drink beer. I think it's one of those ways to cure alcoholism, but I'm not sure. After that voicemail, I got a text that read something like I know where you live and I'm going to personally come and speak to your father about this. And if things don't go my way, well, you've been warned. He never did show up but man, that guy was a drama queen. Long time lurker just found his thread. Back when more blood flowed to my nethers than my brain, I dated some crazy. I was 20, she was 18. I had just moved into my first apartment alone, an old Victorian home converted into a quadruplex. So, it had 14 foot ceilings and big windows that spanned the walls. The breakup itself wasn't too bad, if I recall correctly. Some crying, sadness, and angry words. It was later that she went psycho. About a week later, she stopped by for some things she left. I gave them to her and went to go get lunch. While I was gone, she broke into the apartment and trashed the place. The carnage. She broke 23 panes of glass with her bare hands. I knew because of the blood everywhere. She smashed my computer and microwaved all my 3.5 floppy disks. She overturned my TV and dressers, but not before strewing my clothes everywhere. She broke most of my dishes. She overturned my futon. Yes, I was in the futon of shame stage in life. All of this was to prepare for the icing on the cake. She set off a fire extinguisher, covering everything in a winter wonderland of flame retardant dust. Before leaving, she tacked a calling card to the wall. A picture of a place special to us as a couple. It had her blood on it. When the mustachioed cop came to investigate, he looked around at the devastation and said, What did you do to pee her off? Her family called and convinced me to not press charges. She was found with all of her clothes stuffed into her car, attempting to skip town. Her father repaired all the windows and made her spend the next couple days cleaning everything up. During that time, in my infinite wisdom at that age, I reinserted my dong in crazy for some awesome breakup sex. TL. DR. X shatters. Splatters. Tatters. Scatters. And Rex tech. Doesn't matter, had sex. You went full retard at the end there. When my ex and I broke up, he wrote me a book. One day, a full on hard copy book arrived in the mail. Just like, things about me, funny stories from when we dated, pictures, some he drew, etc. I could barely read it but by the time I got 2 stroke 3 through the book the page just simply read, I freaking love you, come back to me now or the rest of my life will just be an attempt at second best. I went to his wedding a few years later, 
He still seems miserable. Yep, twice. The first time was my first boyfriend. I broke up with him and he proceeded to harass me for 3 months. Phone calls, texts, FB, showing up places I was. The second was an abusive BF. When I finally broke up with him he chucked a tantrum of epic proportion. Told everyone I cheated on him, was pregnant by some other guy. Then a couple months later was convinced I was hacking into his FB. Total nutter. Does breaking up with a friend count? I lived with a friend of mine in a dorm in college. She was basically the kind of person who was passive aggressive in every way. She got mad at me for no reason, and she was clingy to the point that she cried if I went off to do anything out of the room. I spent time alone with my boyfriend at the time, because she didn't like being alone. Needless to say, it was a really toxic environment. So I told her I was done and I was moving out. Cue the shouting matches. Followed by the freaky texts where she kept calling me names and demanding an apology. She tried to turn everyone she knew at the small university we attended against me. So I got glares and stuff from people I'd never even seen before. She posted a lot of crazy and untrue things about me on Facebook. I was basically silent on the whole thing. I only talked to very close friends about the ordeal. And none of it on my end went on any social media accounts. She got her boyfriend in on it, too, and had him texting me the same stuff she was texting me, calling me names, trying to make me make up with her, all kinds of things like that. I eventually threatened to turn them both in for harassment if I got any more texts, emails, messages, Facebook crap from them, and they left me alone. Yes, I tried the it's not you, it is me, seven or eight times, the last time after the tears and garment rending. She asked me to marry her, I wasn't getting through. The only calm, successful breakup that I remember, I took her to the fanciest restaurant in the city, asked for a table in the middle of the room to cut down on the tears and hysteria. I told her that I was not happy in our relationship and that it was over. She calmly said, okay and then ordered her meal. I walked into the room and calmly started to explain how I think we should call it quits and move on. She immediately started crying before I could get the third word in and pleading that I don't go. It was rough but that's when she pulled the I'm pregnant on me. I told her to get in the car and we went to get a pregnancy test from CVS. Went back home told her to go to the bathroom and we'll see. Trust me, there was plenty of drama and fits during that trip. She was taking forever in the bathroom and that's when I heard running water. She was trying to make a false positive. I opened the door and told her she had by Sunday to move out. Been single ever since. When I was a freshman in college, I started dating a guy who went to a different college. We saw each other pretty often. Life was good. We dated all through my sophomore year as well and then lived together that summer in LA, his hometown. Then I went off for my junior year abroad in Hong Kong while he decided to drop out of college and move back in with his parents in LA. About a month into my year abroad, he called me up and started ranting at great length about Jesus, which was weird because he was an atheist who was raised Jewish. It was pretty obvious to me that he was high as frick, as he was making no sense at all. After a couple more higher than the stratosphere international phone calls, I told him we were through, as I had no interest in being in a relationship with an insane drug addict. Shortly thereafter, his sister calls me in a panic saying that he has disappeared and nobody knows where he went. They think he's suffered a psychotic break. Eventually they find him, though, and get him into treatment, and he leaves me alone from that point forward. 
cut to several months into my senior year of college, over a year since crazy and I broke up. One night, I'm out on a date when my phone starts blowing up with texts. There's a text coming in every few seconds, spouting absolute meaningless nonsense, calling me chicken shit over and over, saying things like it's all about the size of the dong. Isn't it he was obsessed with penis size, and apparently believed it was literally the only thing that mattered to women. The psycho texting went on for hours, with hundreds and hundreds of texts coming in, until I finally called his mother and straight up tattled on him. I told her to get her son under control before I got the police involved. The texting stopped. A few weeks later, it happened again, and again I tattled to his mom. I think I have seen Chikenshid misspelled every possible way by now. It has now been over 7 years since we broke up, and he still texts me every few months to tell me I'm Chikenshid and to insist that penis size is what made me stop loving him. He's certified freaking insane. Also, he didn't have a small penis or anything. Not huge, but well within normal range. So I have no idea why he has such a complex about it. Freaking nutcase. I would get one of those disposable phones and blow up his inbox with pictures of horses penises. I invited her over to my flat and tried to break up once, only to find out as I launched into the carefully prepared spiel that her parents had filed for divorce that morning. She descended into hysterics long before I could make it clear I was ending it. Frick. Being a kind hearted guy total pee. I shelved the breakup for 4 months before the same issues drove me to try again. We had both just moved back into town for a new year of college and hadn't yet visited each other's homes, so this time, being a 19 year old coward, I arranged for us to be in a bar so she couldn't make too much of a scene and I could get away clean. She took it surprisingly well, all things considered, not even crying really. She accepted what I said, but asked that we stay friends. I readily agreed. She then said that her housemates weren't arriving back in town till the next day, and she had no plans all day but didn't want to be alone. Would I mind coming round and she could show me her new house anyway, and it would keep her mind off it. I stupidly agreed she didn't seem too upset. The walk was about 20 minutes and as we got closer and closer her pace got slower and slower. By the time we reached her road she was shuffling, and the waterworks began. I managed to get her inside, and when I turned to put the kettle on for some tea, old dual English emotion management skills, I turned back to find, without stopping bullying, she had stripped all of her clothes off. She made a frankly pretty pathetic attempt to turn me on while smeared in tears. Frick. I managed to bat her advances away and tried to walk to the front door. Noticing abnormal resistance I looked down to find she was clinging to my legs, lying naked and bawling on the floor begging me not to go. Fast forward about 15 minutes and I'd managed to get her up to her room and calmed her down a bit. No, I did not go for sexy times, I'm not that stupid evil. I said that I'd check in on her the next day, kissed her on the forehead, said goodbye and went downstairs to the door. Locked from the inside. No key. Frick. I turn around and she has moved to sitting on the top step of the stairs. Still crying fully. In between sobs she cries you can't leave me. I won't let you leave me. It takes me another 3 hours of trying to calm her down and get her to give me the key. Before I gave up and searched for another out of this house. Terraced. No backyard, locked back door, all downstairs windows nailed shut, before I find an open upstairs window and let myself out by the drain pipe. 
My two buddies had been in the pub next door to the bar I originally tried to break up in waiting for me. I'd completely forgotten about them. Being absolute true friends they were still there when I got back. Four or so hours after I'd left them. Propping up the bar and waiting for me with a pint of porter. Which at room temp was perfect. My husband decided to leave but I filed for divorce because I knew he'd never get around to it because 1. It required effort and 2. It would mean that eventually he'd have to start paying his own medical bills. So in that respect I broke up with him. He tried to have me arrested. He reported me to CPS. He left vulgar, hate-filled voicemails for me. He called me dozens of times a day saying terrible things to me and about me and about my family. Things that were criminal and completely untrue. He tried to take my car and my house and the kids and the furniture and my computer. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And through all this, he kept up a facade of complete normalcy to everyone he knew, and blogged about what a terrible person I 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 so yeah, I'd say so. Oh. Also he was mad that I would not continue to pay his car insurance, phone bill, and electronic toll car pass, even though I gave him 30 days to change them to his name, which I thought was pretty fair. I didn't just cut it off immediately. Was dating a girl in HS. Told me God told her in a dream that he had plans for her, and that I was holding her back. Kind of came out of left field, and I was pretty hurt over it, but whatever. A couple days later, her friends asked me what the heck was going on with her. All said she was talking to herself and acting really odd. Find out later on, over the next couple months and years. She had a full mental breakdown and went from preacher's little girl to full on nympho, would blow anyone who would drop their pants, and if she could get 20 minutes of semi-privacy, bc honestly, how much privacy are you gonna get in an old F-150 farm truck sitting in a parking lot, she would frick them, didn't matter who it was, she took the opportunity and did it, when her dad, the preacher, found out about it. He found her gigantic box of toys and pee hiding in her closet, not through the town gossip mongers, about what his daughter had been up to. He tried to exercise her, as in expel the demons, which apparently caused another breakdown BC she went back to super uptight preacher's daughter, lost track of her for a little while, then heard that she had run away, joined a Christian cult, and was now pumping out one kid almost every year between two or three husbands. Exorcise. I broke up with a girl who went full emo psycho on me. Allow me to preface this by saying that she was a bright and bubbly redhead with quite an uplifting personality. Things went pretty well at the start, but she was constantly calling me and asking me where I was going who I'd be with why wasn't she seeing me more. Of course my young high school-esque brain was really not super interested in building a long-term relationship with her outside of getting past second base. So once the clingliness reached its peak with me, I broke it off. And then, I went out to my car a few mornings after the breakup to a note that said you are beautiful in dark black marker, taped to my car, and a rose that had long since died. Thinking it was a lame prank, 
I confronted a few friends, and they said that it wasn't any of them, but, XGF, had been acting a little strange lately, she apparently dyed her hair pitch black, and over the course of the next few weeks, would complete the full transformation from young and sweet to dark and creepy, I would continue to receive creepy messages once a week or so, complete with dead roses, until one day she just walked into my ROTC class with a full on morning dress, compelled with veil, handed me an entire dozen dead roses and said, I brought you some roses, I'll leave you be now, mfw, oh oh, actually, out of all of them this one sounds the most overdramatic, emotional teenager to me, I kind of imagine her now as a well adjusted young woman who has an amazingly funny self deprecating story to tell at parties, sorry for doing the classic credit thing, not me, but one of my best friends had this happen, we're in college, he had this good looking gf who we kinda figured out a few months in was pretty crazy, the type where every time you go out something happens where she ended up making a scene or being in a fight with somebody, usually him, so one day he goes to her house and does the we gotta talk thing, now, this was fairly late at night, around 11pm or so, calmly breaks up with her, she's not having it, starts crying, screaming, calling him names, telling him she won't freaking stand for it, now here's where it gets crazy, he takes off and heads towards his dad's house, where he lived at the time, halfway there he notices her behind him in her car, she's calling his phone over and over but he ignores her, he makes a bunch of moves to try to shake her like some sort of action movie but she's running red lights and cutting people off and crap to keep up with him, Finally he gets to his dad's and they have this big fight in the street. At this point he's pee so he gets a little more direct. Frick you, we're over. If you don't quit stalking me I'm calling the police. An hour more of fighting and rehashing every part of their relationship and she finally leaves. Now past midnight, he goes to bed. His room was in the basement and he's lying there when suddenly she wakes him up tapping on the window. She eventually actually kicks it in and starts to come in his house. The house alarm goes off and his dad wakes up and finally goes nuts on her. They call the police off but his dad screamed at her and she finally went home. End of story. I knew a guy who had something very similar happen. Except the next day she sent him flowers and an apology. Then flipped out again when he wouldn't take her back. I think I'm the one that went a little crazy when my ex GF broke up with me. I didn't anything that nuts. But I definitely look back and see how many things I did that were unnecessarily guilt provoking and self pitying. Been there. This guy broke up with me in college. I was devastated. Six months later, he starts stalking me. He leaves a doe head on the windshield of my car during finals week. I call the cops. A manhunt starts. He denies all of it. Fast forward 10 years later, I never found out why he was stalking me, but he did finally admit to doing that. Hey, it's been forever. Remember that doe head on your windshield? Yeah, my fault. Welp, I'll see you sooner than you think. Yes, basically we were colleagues and the guy was getting near 30 yet I was his first real relationship in a decade, and after about 6 months I realized it wasn't going to work out. Guy proceeded to flip out because he'd rather I'd have broken up with him not face to face or some such, because every breakup is perfectly executed, am I right, and kept sending me emails analyzing every situation during our relationship in which I may have not acted in a flattering light, 
This continued for over 6 months he do stuff like threaten that we couldn't be friends anymore if I didn't apologize for this or that, or kept trying to dictate ways I was doing things and the like, even threatening work, related stuff in an attempt to get me to answer. Basically, there were some work related emails I did have to respond to, otherwise I would have just blocked him, but I never acknowledge any of the crazy ones. Oh and along the way, he kept emailing me helpful things about my work that were clearly him trying to inject himself into my stuff, but in such a way that I was the crazy one if I thought he was doing this. Basically, a crap ton of gaslighting like you wouldn't believe, about both my personal and professional life. In hindsight, I probably should have told my advisor what was going on, but it would have been really awful for everyone involved to get into that. And honestly I was kinda embarrassed about being involved in the entire thing. Finally one night when he tried to undermine me yet again in the collaboration, and I came home from a work dinner a little tipsy, seeing what he'd done yet again, I sent him an email saying just because I'd broken his heart it didn't mean he had an excuse to be a jerk for the rest of his life to me, and that toned things down once he realized I might report him. I but all in all, yeah, I haven't had a boyfriend since, and sure as heck will never consider a colleague again. Yeah, he abducted me from my parents' house and put me in the trunk of his car, ended in a high-speed police pursuit and we crashed into a tree. I have the full story posted in my comments if anyone cares enough to look, just sort by top. Yep. When I was 16 I broke up with my first serious girlfriend, she went ballistic, called my house at 2am, screaming that she'd kill herself unless I came to her house and made up with her, I didn't because I didn't think she'd actually kill herself and my mom wouldn't let me go but I was really shaken, 2 weeks after that, she called me and I answered because she wasn't screaming, she told me she was pregnant, I thought I was going to be a dad at 16. Set everything else aside and told her I'd be there for her. She wasn't pregnant. She did end up getting pregnant at 19 and having a kid though. Pretty wild. We only dated 3 months. There were red flags but I was 14 and didn't know better. He would pressure me for sex when I didn't want it. And when I finally was gonna try breaking up in person he choked me until I took I back. Then I broke up with him over the phone the next day. He would text and call constantly. He sent me random dong pics. He threatened to kill me and once said I will burn the house down with you and your family inside. The most ridiculous thing he did was when he made a character on his WWE game that looked like me. And one that looked like him. And he recorded his character beating me up on the game. And posted it on YouTube. The title was me beating up my bxgf and put my cell number in the description and told people to frick with me. He stayed obsessed with me for at least 2 years. I learned how to block his number though. His other exes after me said that even while they were dating all he would talk about is me. And I've heard he'd been abusive to other girls as well. That is downright scary. Yes, to put this in context, we had a joke about ring pulls apparently being tokens for kisses hugs, whatever, depending on the state of the ring pull. So after we break up, I get sent a CD she'd made for me. It was basically a very creepy CD of music that is either about killing yourself, or about dying because someone's not with you. Then, a few months later, she sent a stuffed toy. A stuffed toy with several hundred ring pulls around its neck. Yeah, 
He walked 30-ish miles to my house in the middle of the night to beg for me back and to ask if I had slept with my new boyfriend yet. Yep. Dated a girl in college for a few months. She cheated on me so I broke up with her. She was completely insane. Like, actually mentally ill. Must have run in the family. Her mom was a hoarder and was chronically unemployed. Her dad left them when she was 15. And her sister had three kids out of wedlock before her 18th birthday. After I broke up with her, she went off the rails. She started dating some weird dude and started telling him completely false stories about me. I didn't really care, until she told him that I raped her. Completely untrue. He decided to come after me and teach me a lesson and I'm in the National Guard buddy. I know how to frick you up. I shrugged it off. One night I was going with my roommate to McDonald's to grab some milkshakes after we hit the gym, and when we got out of the car, we discovered this dude had been following us. He got out and confronted us. He took a swing at me almost immediately and punched me square in the face. I broke his nose. I was wearing my class ring from high school, and then my roommate, a very muscular, very Italian water polo player, completely knocked the dude out. We got the frick out of there immediately. A week later, she cheated on him and told her new guy that he had raped her. Freaking insane. Fast forward 4 years, she got fat, got pregnant, had a baby, and then the daddy left her before the baby was born. Guess who currently has rape allegations against him? Ugh yes. I broke up with him and like a week later I come home late from work and he's parked in front of my house. Completely refuses to leave, saying he wants to talk to my parents and tell them about all the guys I was sleeping with. I wasn't doing anything of the sort. Finally leaves after like an hour of me saying they aren't home and don't want to talk you him anyways. Found out he was in my room, and my brother had kicked him out when he noticed. That was when HR waited for me. Sent me hundreds of emails texts letters. Those were dropped off on my doorstep. Instead of being, I don't know mailed, every day for a year. Constantly stalked me on social media, even going as far as creating more accounts whenever I blocked him. Also tried adding several of my friends. Threatened to beat up my best friend and my new so. Emails sent to get my attention. He thinks he's gay. Could I ask my best friend, who is gay, for advice? Went on a date with a guy apparently and went into full detail about everything. Said he had schizophrenia. Said he was suicidal. There was a point where in the span of two days, he sent 5-6 emails that went from I love you to your a B. I hate you and back. The last one actually switched between both sentiments several times. Ended every letter and email with love. Name. Regardless of whether or not he was just telling me I was a horrible person. Oh. And also said it was going to be the last time he was going to contact me. Every. Single. Time. He stopped completely after a year when he found out I was pregnant. It's been over two years since then. I still don't know how he found out. More often than not, I went to a competitive Catholic prep school. Dating those girls is a 50 stroke 50 shot of sticking your dong in crazy. I would say most rival stage a 5 clinger. I had 6 girlfriends in high school. 2 threatened suicide if I left. One went nuts and trashed a classroom and the other smashed a $2000 musical instrument. The other two were sane thankfully. That's 60 stroke 40. Serious, Redditors with former currently controlling SOS. What was their most ridiculous demands rules? 
I applied and got accepted into a school far away from him. Once he found out about it he demanded I fill out his application and write his essays so he could come with me. I did not. I was engaged to a man who had to approve each meal. And I wasn't allowed to eat if he wasn't present. He bought my clothes and he always bought them two sizes too small so I felt pressure to fit into them. I left him for a chef. Just your run of the milog stuff. She demanded to snoop through not only my phone, but my physical items as well. When I wasn't with her she demanded to know what I was doing and who I was with and even went as far as to make me take pictures of what I was doing. She even made me give her my reddit account info to make sure I wasn't peeming girls on here. What truly takes the cake was when she accused me of cheating because she found a half-eaten pop-tart in my car. My friend borrowed my car and had forgotten it. She saw the pop tart and demanded to know who it belonged to or it was over. TL. DR. Was accused of cheating because of a rogue pop tart. You're not allowed to do the hard soda cuss until you can solve the medium ones in 5 minutes. Why are you controlling my puzzle solving habits? This guy was weird. That almost sounds like he was trying to be funny. Right after my first year of college, and she was still in high school, I joined the local volunteer fire department. She told me she did not want me doing CPR on women because I would see their breasts. Yes, everyone knows that old ladies who have fallen and can't get up have fantastic breasts. If we weren't together physically, we had to be in constant communication. I was required to call him immediately at the end of my work day and talk to him for the duration of my one hour commute home. If I took too long to call, he would call me and berate me. Once I finally got home, I was allowed to take a break for dinner, before chatting with him online. Absolutely exhausting. My ex told me I wasn't allowed to look at other women. I don't mean I wasn't allowed to stare at or ogle attractive women. I mean that my field of vision wasn't allowed to contain anyone with a uterus. At work, out and about. Sometimes even on the freaking TV. If she decided that I was looking at any woman that wasn't her at any time I'd be in for it. I had a similar rule from a girlfriend. TV people were allowed though. That year MTV Spring Break aired for the first time and I wasn't allowed to watch after the first episode. Because those weren't real TV people. Just W who happened to be on TV. I could go on for pages about her. It ended extremely badly for me. In high school I had a controlling ex-girlfriend who would demand I talk to her for 5-7 hours a day and if I didn't I would get texts from her trying to suicide constantly. Yeah, that was not a fun time. Zero stroke 10 would not go through again. Sometimes I'm glad cell phones weren't super popular until the end just after my years in high school. I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 18. It was easier back then to have boundaries instead of being tethered to someone 24 stroke 7. He didn't want me talking to any males, even family members, not even a simple hello with a friendly smile because this was me flirting them, and if a guy spoke to me first then he was flirting with me, he tried to make me lose my job because I'm surrounded by men all day and he didn't like that, he'd basically tell me what to do with my life, changes I needed to make, which were stupid things like me wearing makeup because I wanted to, but if I tried to tell him he needed to quit drinking, he is an alcoholic and skipping work because of hangovers from drinking then I was controlling and needed to stop trying to change who he is, etc. He didn't want me wearing skirts or shirts that showed any cleavage, pretty hard with a large bust, because then men would stare, they wouldn't, 
I couldn't wear makeup on any normal day, especially if I was going somewhere without him, because I was trying to look good for someone else. No matter how many times I explained makeup is a hobby and I do it for myself, not to look good for anyone else, not even him. Speaking of makeup, he would yell at me if I bought a $3 lipstick because it's a waste of money and then he'd spend a ton on beer. He'd even make me buy the beer when he didn't want to because I make more than him and he needed to save, but would spend all his beer and cigarettes when he made me broke. He's even made me buy multiple controllers and gaming headphones because it was my fault he broke them when mad because COD online. All I'd do is say maybe he should stop playing because he was getting worked. Probably worst of all is he didn't want me spending time and playing with my 6 year old brother who I adore. I ignored that and even let my bro in the bedroom with me, which would make my ex extremely mad. Long comment, but he did a lot of controlling crap and I'm still angry for letting him try that crap. If he felt threatened by your 6 year old brother, he has more issues that go way beyond being controlling. My ex cut the cord off the TV and he only put it back on when he was home. I was home alone with two little kids all day and I was chemo sick. Also, when I made dinner I wasn't allowed to tell him when it was ready to eat because he said I was not going to tell him when it's time to eat. Another time I got beat for taking off my wedding bands when I made meatloaf, the meat would get caught in my rings. Needless to say I took my kids and walked away from him, our house and everything I owned. Frick him. I was a university tour guide, a position she tried and failed to get. I wasn't allowed to talk about it, however, when I had to go to mandatory training or, I dunno, give a tour, I obviously needed to tell her where I was going since she always needed a dang good reason for me to be anywhere but with her, so I'd have to say I have something to do, she'd ask what, and I'd say something vague, cause, you know, I couldn't talk about it, so she'd press more, getting very angry and upset I was being vague, so I'd be less vague. She gets more upset, so I admit it was for training, and then she gets furious that I talked about it. She told me I couldn't, led to quite a lot of shouting and crying in the library. Holy crap, talk about a catch 22, what a lunatic. I had to ask permission to go to the mall by myself. I wasn't allowed to go to the gym as it meant I was making myself look better for other people. I also wasn't allowed to change my password on my laptop as it meant I had something to hide. Boy that was a fun relationship. Baby let's get fat together so there's more of us to love for each other. My ex got angry if we were in the car together and I looked outside the window at scenery. Apparently I was checking out other guys. This also applied to other cars. I was not allowed to look out the window and compare his car to theirs as this was seen as a betrayal. In the shopping center mall I could only look at the floor because again I would be accused of checking out guys. There were many other things but when I got into a new relationship my new BF was surprised when I asked am I allowed to look out the window. Looking confused he said of course why wouldn't you I then realized how socially conditioned my ex made me and I'm still trying to undo the damaging behaviors I learned. I'm only including a small portion of what I experienced but it was living heck for the two years. I wasn't allowed to talk to my best friend about anything serious, it had to be him I spoke to. I couldn't wear floral print. When I didn't lose 30 kilograms, I managed 10 kg in a month. He said I wasn't trying hard enough. He told me he wanted a break for a year. I should move on, focus on myself, and find someone else. When he found out that I had moved on. Four months later, 
he showed up at my door and asked to talk, where he ran me into the ground. I'd never been more upset before. I really felt like I had done something wrong when I had done everything he had asked. Post a child of narcissistic personality disorder. Oh boy, my time to shine. I was required each night to inform her of the time I would be getting up the next morning. If I was not up, she would message all of my friends asking what happened to me. I would occasionally be required to make wake up calls to her as she didn't like any of her phone alarms. She forbid me from messaging my ex, who had recently came out as lesbian. She thought I would try to get her to come back to me. I was forbidden from voicing my opinion about a co-worker of hers who she had had a relationship about previously. I had to give an explanation and an apology if I ever stopped texting her for some reason. Some examples include, brushing my teeth, eating, walking the dog, picking up friends or family members if they needed a ride somewhere, non-stop text her, even when she was driving. I was not allowed to be upset by this even though I made it clear that an ex-friend killed someone texting and driving. I was not allowed to make plans on the fly, everything needed to be scheduled days in advance, even with other friends. When I broke up with her, she threatened to have her sister and her sister's boyfriend beat the crap out of me to get me to stay. When I refused to give in, and continued to try to break up with her, she threatened to kill herself. Anytime I spoke to a female friend of mine, I was under suspicion of being a cheater, and she demanded that I let her inspect my phone. She was not happy when she learned that I watched adult content, and demanded to know the genre I watched. She said she was in love with me a month in, and was upset when I did not reciprocate. She threatened to go back to her co-worker unless I declared my love for her. She prank called me to break up with me on several occasions, and got mad at me for being pee. Doing the same to her was forbidden. I lasted 2 months. I was a bit whipped, honestly. My first girlfriend had a huge body issue about the size of her breasts. They were small and perky and I liked them. Plus she had an hourglass figure and a wonderful butt. Anyway, she'd freak out if we watched a movie together and there was a busty girl on the screen. She'd often even physically cover my eyes with her hand, even in a movie theater. If we were walking on a street and a busty girl walked past, she'd be staring at me with a death glare to see if I even glanced towards her. Her little sister had larger bus than her, so she was constantly insanely paranoid that I was secretly lusting after her 14 year old sister. It was just a trip to the twilight zone. This was like 15 years ago so I don't remember all the details anymore. I think at some point, when we were just flirting and not together yet, she asked what kind of girls I liked and I said something about curves. Perhaps that somehow triggered her insane uncertainty. But I didn't even mean bust size with it but, you know, all curves. I explained that to her several times later on, but she was insisted I was lying in an attempt to cover my tracks. That's one of the saddest ones I've read, because I pity both of you. Most ridiculous demand. Probably that I couldn't go to sleep until she did because she wanted to talk to me, despite me normally going to sleep before 12 and she frequently staying up until 3 to 4 am. If I insisted on going to sleep she would get mad. If I then caved in and told her okay I'll talk to you she would keep on hammering about the fact that I would go sleep without talking to her. There were many, many other ridiculous demands and reasons she got angry but that one stood out. Fortunately an ex now. She demanded I never masturbate, ever. This is despite us hardly seeing each other, so the opportunity to ejaculate was minuscule. But hey, I was under the thumb. 
It did give me my first and only wet dream though. I've only had one wet dream. I was following a hawk of some manner as it flew through a valley. It went down to grab a fish. As soon as it hit the water I came. She texted a female classmate of mine to back the frick off when she asked me for help for her history homework. I helped her anyway and apologized profusely. She hated my sister and said my family was fricked up because my mother was divorced twice. She didn't know my former stepdad had been an alcoholic that attempted suicide in front of my eyes. She was constantly racist, homophobic and an absolute hypocrite. She said things one day, telling me deep memories of her. She was molested when she was 10 by her uncle. Then she couldn't remember that she had done so the day after. She would only dress up when we went out together so other guys could see her. She couldn't care less about looking good next to me and called me a crappy boyfriend when I told her so. She flirted heavily with other guys. Even kissed one and afterwards pretended he had kissed her first. She told me to my face on her birthday while drunk that she dreams of fricking a friend of mine. Turns out she's sexting with him. We break up. She tells everyone I was cheating and now they're together since one. One stroke two years. Well, you are asking about ridiculous. He demanded that I should answer him anytime he calls. Even if I was asleep. Not call back him when I wake up. Also I had a set of 10 rings one on which finger. He demanded to have the one I liked the most and was like do you prefer material things over me? That I not wear short around males even during summer when I was playing sports. Because he didn't want guys looking at my butt and having sexual thoughts about me. Meanwhile, he changed his Facebook profile picture to one of him standing in a boat, facing away from the camera, fully naked, to show off his butt tattoo. His reasoning was yeah but I'm a guy so it's different. I have never had such a wonderfully relieving breakup. Dated a girl for a while a few years back with quite a few rules. 1. No white shoes. Ever. 2. No to-go boxes. She felt it was cheap. 3. No farting. Ever. This one I found quite comical because it came up relatively early. She told me if I had to fart then go outside. I asked her what would happen if I did fart in front of her or near her and she said the relationship would be over. In reality it wasn't a bad deal because instead of having to come up with a reason to break up after a month, I crop dusted her. Easiest breakup ever. Instead of having to come up with a reason to break up after a month, I crop dusted her. LMFAO. I wasn't allowed to talk to my family about our marital problems because he didn't think I was fairly representing his side of things. That can be understandable depending on the extent of information and whatnot. Might make some family gatherings awkward for him. I don't know the situation so I'm not judging. Just saying I could see that there could be people who may want to keep things private for legitimate reasons. I was in a relationship for 3 years with a woman who is some form of cluster B. She exhibits strong signs of BPD and histrionic behavior and was 100% fueled by male approval and attention. She was super controlling and would ruthlessly squash anything that challenged her fragile reality. Essentially, poison with a really pretty face. Here's a fun list of some of the crap she used to do to me. 1. I am an early riser, usually 6-7am every day. I had to stay in bed with her until 9, or else I didn't love her, and our relationship is changing and such. 2. Her friends, godlike, saintly human beings, my friends, trolls and thugs. The first time I introduced her to them, she locked herself in a bathroom, crying. So I took her back to the friend's house we were staying at, 
and she locked herself in the bedroom for two days, said she hated them all, we were then banned from visiting them, I tried having them over to my house, she complained about them constantly and characterized them as bad house guests, in reality, it was her friends that frequently overstayed their welcome, 3, kept demanding to see how much money I had saved up for her wedding ring, jokes on you, I spent that crap on a new motorcycle, 4, sex was kept to a bare minimum, only missionary, if I asked for more sex, like, I don't know, while on vacation, I was called sex addict and she accused me of making her a sex slave, keep in mind, we were at about 2 times per month here, it's not like I was insatiable or anything, 5, if she was mad at me, she would start talking to an ex or a male friend, and then conspicuously leave evidence of said conversation around for me to find, then blame me for snooping. She wanted to quit her job and have me support her lol. She also tried to demand that I not be weird about her new friend after I got emails. Lots. From the guy's ex saying that they were hooking up. Then my best friend's brother called me saying oh they just walked into my bar they're definitely together. I got that call at 2. Told my friend the bartender. Drank a lot more. Walked home and packed her crap into boxes into locked building storage and kicked her out when she got home the next day. Former so. Thankfully I'm out of it now. He would do something on my phone which would show him the locations I've been at recently. And he'd go through that often. I wasn't allowed to exercise. I wasn't allowed to accept people on social media unless I had his approval. I wasn't allowed to text friends. I was barely allowed to see my family without him being there. I wasn't even allowed to sleep at the times I wanted to unless he was okay with it. Dong. For the future, you can disable location services on your phone, at least to the degree that and so wouldn't be able to do what he did. It has a few drawbacks, can't really use Google Maps as easily, or find your phone if you lose it, but would give you peace of mind. Had an ex insist I would have to quit drinking beer because said didn't like the smell when kissing me. I replied with, listen, I've been liking beer for the past 10 years while I've been liking you for a few months now. Trust me, you don't want to force me to a decision on this. I might have to add that I have an absolute normal drinking behavior and there never was a need for an intervention about alcoholism. She just was an idiot. Among many others, made me quit my job, made me quit college, told me not to hold my son too much as a baby because he didn't want him to prefer me over him. After I broke up with him, he made me agree to pay off his debts or he wouldn't leave. Rang child services on me for no reason. Told me he was outside watching what I was doing most nights. Freaking nightmare. Oh, not forgetting the time he stopped me from sleeping for days when I was pregnant. Just because he felt like it. No surprise my son was born 3 months early. I was forced to learn how to ride horses. Now to men are people that might sound like a fun opportunity, but honestly I just don't like them at all. Quite literally it was ride or you're dumped, and otherwise she was really quite a nice person in the main. Lesson learned, don't date horsey if you don't likes horses. The thing to remember about horse girls is you'll always come in third behind her horses and her daddy's money. I was in a musical. He was insanely jealous that I was getting a ride with my classmate home because we lived near each other. He insisted on driving down to pick me up, drop me off, and then go home. It wasn't even like my friend had his own car or anything. His parents were getting us. 
with my ex-husband, he insisted that the house had to be kept to insane standards, though I'd never seen him clean a single thing, we both worked FT, but all of the household work was mine, both inside and out, he would write the date in the dusk on random objects, to see how long it would take me to notice, the carpet was filthy if not vacuumed every day, no fresh vacuum lines equals filthy carpet, floors mopped every other day, the yard had to be cut in a different direction each week, he checked my mileage before and after trips to the gas station or grocery store, he complained about every single thing I cooked, too much salt, not enough salt, bland, too spicy, I got to where I hated cooking, I went back to school, had all A's, he threw away every piece of correspondence from the university, like my grades, account information, the scholarship I needed to accept, plus much more, I think of those as the heck years. Not too controlling but she went through my texts and phone browser history all the time, I didn't really care, although I wasn't allowed to go through hers, she wasn't cheating on me, but she dumped me to date someone else when she found someone else. Comma went through my texts and phone browser history, comma I wasn't allowed to go through hers, comma she wasn't cheating on me, comma dumped me to date someone else, she was absolutely cheating on you. He went on holiday with a friend and told me I had to go to his sister's as she was lonely. She told me she was told to keep an eye on me. Back in the day we were all on MSN messenger with webcam. He used to get the hump if I smiled whilst talking online to anyone apart from him. Accuse me of cheating and demand manuscripts of the convos. So I wasn't allowed to talk to anyone without him being added in. He was convinced me and his best mate were up to something behind his back. If we were talking we were having an affair. If we weren't talking it was because we knew he was onto us. At one point he made us stay at least 2 meters apart at all times. I was also not allowed near random male strangers. One time a man walked into the pub just behind me. Straight away. Why are you with him you were talking to him who is he? She was allowed to have a boy best friend. I wasn't allowed to have a girl best friend. Things got extremely ugly. Culminating in her stealing my best friend's number from my phone and telling her I pressured her to have sex with me. Hussy. <laughs> I'm on the flip side. I was accused of being controlling by an ex. My requirements. 1. Be gainfully employed. 2. Don't cheat on me. 3. Don't treat me like an ATM. She couldn't comply with my rules. So yay. I was labeled controlling when I broke up with her moved to my country to live with me in five days if you do not i will never speak to you again she broke up with me about a year after moving she has left me on my own in a foreign country she doesn't see how she is the bad person her she left me for somebody who she thought would be better than me she has fricked me up for life with some of the statements she made too women of reddit we've had a lot of sticking your dong in crazy questions what happened when crazy stuck their dong in you he was troubled. Father was an alcoholic who killed himself. A fact he managed to bring up any time I attempted to end it. He tried to convince me to run away with him. We were 17 stroke 18. But I rebuffed him time and again. It didn't help that my mother adored him and we went to different schools. So, I'd come home and he'd already be there waiting for me. Every day, after I finally broke it off. He'd drive by my house at all hours and leave gifts on my porch. A few months later. He got a new girl and I began dating a friend of his. They decided we should all hang out. So one evening we rent a movie and grab some booze. 
My ex and his girl immediately started making out hardcore, which didn't bother me, but when she started moaning, I glanced over and he's eyeballing me, like, tongue down her throat, hand in her pants, all while staring straight at me, so I faked ill and walked home. On my way, he pulled his car up next to me, and offered me a ride, I said frick off, then he started screaming at me from his car, don't you get it, I'd do anything for you, I love you, I'd die for you, I ran the rest of the way, cutting through yards so he couldn't follow me, when I got home I was nearly crying, I was so frightened, my dad saw me come through the door and started flipping out, assuming my new boyfriend had done something awful. Fearing my boyfriend would catch crap, I finally explained everything about the ex. I felt so dumb and guilty, and cried like an idiot. My dad just listened and tucked me into bed. The next morning, I looked out the window to find the ex's car across the street. By the time I got downstairs, my dad was walking back inside and the car was speeding down the road. Dad evenly said, I talked to him, and that was that. Never saw ex again. You really gotta love a good dad. He refused to let me break up with him because he wasn't getting a choice in it, then threatened to throw himself in the river. When I got upset at that he said he wasn't going to that was just him not giving me a choice. He refused to let me break up with him because he wasn't getting a choice in it, thereby denying you your choice in it, making him a hypocrite as well as a manipulator. If relationships worked like that where you both had to agree to split then the world would be a much sadder place. I tried to break up with my high school boyfriend of 3 years 4 times before it finally stuck. Whenever I tried, he'd hold me against walls and cry tell me I wasn't allowed to leave him. He once cornered me and played with a knife as he told me how much he loved me. The last time, I broke up with him over text because I feared for my life. Duh. I was trying to avoid that and not be crappy, but it had to be done. His mom called me saying he was running around the house threatening to kill himself. I could hear him yelling in the background things to tell me, and that I needed to get over there and say sorry. I hung up on her and never spoke to him again. Oh, did I mention I kept trying to dump him cause he had a whole other girlfriend of like 6 months? He turned into a gaslighting textbook sociopath. He pushed one of those standing rotating fans on me while I was asleep. I woke up and he was just completely pee off. I had no idea why. He told me he was talking to me while I was sleeping and I rolled over so that I wasn't facing him. Apparently that infuriated him. He was a terrible person. That relationship only lasted about 5 months. It was a nightmare. His lies gradually unraveled over time. By the time I got the courage to dump him, it had come out that he had been unemployed for 3 years, was still divorcing his wife, who was also his only relationship ever, who he had been abusive toward and had restraining orders against him. When I broke up with him he called me every name in the book, then proposed, then threatened self-harm. He would leave sobbing voicemails from different throwaway numbers, accused me of turning him into an alcoholic, and still occasionally pops up as having viewed any new social media accounts despite our relationship having been just a few months several years ago. His next ex wound up calling me for advice when he gave her the same treatment. Sounds just like my ex-husband, except for the alcoholic part. Add in a dose of identity theft. He maxed out all my credit cards on Apple and Lego products as a final thank you for supporting him on my single income through our 4 years together. I learned a valuable lesson from him. Sometimes the most loving thing you can do for a person is to tell them number. 
it, a lot less humor and a lot more violence than stick your dong in crazy threads. About an equal amount of manipulation and suicidal threads though. He was always super sweet and casual around friends. Part of my extended friend group in college. Extremely good looking and charming. All the girls wanted him so I was really flattered when he'd single me out. Ended up back at his place after a party. Figured we might make our fool around but I was younger than he was and a virgin. He asked for a BJ but then held my face and wouldn't let me up for air. Violent as frick and I vomited. He didn't care at all. Then he took my underwear off and even though I was screaming no he fricked me. I had a tampon in because I was on my period and I don't think he even noticed. Waited till he passed out in the vomit and blood and walked home. You don't really know what anybody is like behind closed doors. Needless to say I'm rocking some serious trust issues now. That's so freaking horrible I'm so so sorry you went through that, I'm sending my love your way. You really can never tell which is so awful. I've found that the most charming men can be the most vicious. I didn't even sleep with him. I took him home but he freaked me out so I asked him to leave. He sent me a barrage of texts and called me constantly for 2 months. He turned up outside my house at 3am and told me to come out or he'd come in. He alternated between abusive and aggressive, and acting like we were dating which we had never. He eventually went away, but I learned he'd just moved on to bothering another girl in town. Frick you Joe. I only kissed him and he went all the way off the deep end. He memorized my class schedule and my general walking route so he could catch me in the halls between classes. Then one day I notice he's on the same bus as me. I'd never seen him on the bus before. It was very obvious that he was following me home since I walked though a large empty field to get from my bus to my house. After that day I frequently saw him walking past my house or wandering through the neighborhood. I stopped going on runs or walking by myself. I was only 14 so I couldn't drive. I took the bus everywhere so this guy put me under house arrest. I was afraid to be home alone but I also didn't have the ability to go anywhere without my parents. Eventually I told my day what was going on and he started standing outside menacingly and stopped the kid stalking me and told him if he ever saw him near our house again he would be calling the police. Despite being the nicest guy in the world my dad can look really scary. Eventually my stalker switched to another girl in our school, then another. After sophomore year he had apparently moved because nobody saw creepy Mike anymore. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. I went through a similar experience in middle school, but at least you told someone and they were able to help. We got married, had two kids, then he flipped and showed how possessive and controlling and angry he really is we broke up and then he kicked me out and turned his anger from me to them. Now I have our kids and he has supervised visits, and I have a wonderful boyfriend that the kids adore. I got my confidence and emotional stability back. Frick yeah, so glad for you. Tried to force me to choose between him and many activities that I enjoyed. Super controlling behavior. I tried to break up with him like an adult. He reacted by pretending I wasn't breaking up with him. Then escalating to telling me that he was going to take the truck we own together and my dog and leave me in another state. I switched into survival mode. Pretended I wasn't serious about breaking up. And started looking for a way out. He escalated again by reading my emails and telling me which friends I could see and when, and what I could use our truck for. Thank goodness for my friends and Google incognito mode. I left while he was at work and called him from a rest stop 2 hours away to tell him we were done. Proud of you. Good job. 
I hope your safety is secured and continues to be. Let's see. Multiples. 1. He turned out to be a pedo who was only into me because I looked about 4 years younger than I was and was underdeveloped. 3 years in I started looking legal so he got the number of one of the freshmen I was tutoring. Got her drunk. And raped her. Called cops. Noped out. He stalked me for months and kept asking me to marry him. 2. Controlled everything about my life from my job down to my hair color and diet. He proposed. Then one day I got a letter from his wife. He tried to lie his way out of it. Noped out. 3. Turns out he was a sex addict. He fricked every willing female he could find. Names not required. He got frustrated and raped me while I was recovering from abdominal surgery. Resulted in my child. He left me after the baby was born because he wanted a girl. He later broke into my house through a window, broke the glass, and stole a bunch of stuff. Currently owes a frick ton of child support. I am terrified by the fact that he wanted a girl baby. So I never slept with him. Thankfully, but he was insane. We had known each other for a while but on a weekend trip as a group I noticed he was starting to be flirty. After the trip he would call me and talk. Then one day he said, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. Weird, but at the time thought it was oddly romantic. Fast forward to recognizing he's very controlling. Telling me what to wear, who to talk to, ignoring my requests and specifically doing the opposite of what I ask. I realize I can't deal with this and let him know I need to take a break from the relationship. I didn't want to hurt his feelings and was trying to let him down gently. That was a big mistake. He continues to call me every day. A situation occurs where I am upset and I tell him I'm mad. And he says oh I have a few minutes want to call? I said sure. Thinking we're going to talk about why I'm upset. I start to explain. And he cuts me off saying he doesn't have time to talk about why I'm mad. I ask him what he is calling for and he says he just wants to hear me talk about positive things about him. I hung up. Anyways and may I tell this guy I no longer want to date officially. And he doesn't get it. He comes to my house. Or when there's group events he picks me up instead of my other rides. He tells me about how great he is and how I'm making him feel he's trash because I don't want to be in a relationship with him since it's upsetting him. A group of us go to a breakfast cafe and he tells everyone he saved me a spot. Right next to him of course. Our newly married friends were talking about us coming over to have dinner and that they'd love to get to know us more and chat. He was actively telling people we were together after I broke up with him. I told my friends that he and I were just friends. Later he tells me I offended his manhood, and how dare I talk about him in front of others in that way. I apparently needed to learn not to insult him. All I said was BTWM and I are just friends. Anyway since May that year he would leave flowers, ambush me isolate me from the group to talk to me about how we are perfect together, try to convince me we are still dating etc. I told him many many times in many different ways we aren't dating. I want to be single. I can't be in a relationship for my mental health rn. So many ways and he still didn't get it. I finally just stopped responding completely. One day he randomly calls me after a week of nothing from him and says he thinks we are better as friends but we don't really work as a couple. I tried so hard not to laugh. I told him I agree and he sounded a bit surprised by that. Then he told me he releases me. I told him I release you too. Hung up and laughed my head off. This was in September. He was insane. I release you what to crack up. 
crazy no. One held me up in one hand and went to punch me with the other hand, as a very slight 18 year old girl, because I hid his car keys when he wanted to drive home absolutely wasted. Crazy no. 2 was arrested a couple of years after we dated, in connection with a teenage girl being found dead in a suitcase. His best friend was convicted. I stayed for 19 years until it crystallized for me that yes, everyone was right, he is crazy. Finally got my life back, and yes, he still drives by my house. More little than the other responses I've read, but when crazy stuck their dong in me for the first and last time, they said it was wrapped when it wasn't. Things ended there, two months later I ordered chicken penne somewhere and couldn't get a single bite down. I freaking love chicken and pasta and it was like I was trying to eat hot garbage. Surprise Pregante. I terminated it, ruining my mental health for years to come. No regrets, but not something I took lightly either. When he moved out of our student dorms I was unlucky enough to be hanging out outside. At which point he cornered me, kissed me full on the mouth and said he'd never forget me. I think that's called stealthing now. And I think steal those need a swift kick in the groin. He didn't stick his dong in anything. He was a friend of a friend and we talked at a house party, exchanged numbers and borrowed a book of his. This was before smartphones. Dude started calling me every day, multiple times a day and eventually confessed to me that he believed that he was chosen by God to defend me in the coming apocalypse. He would show up at my house, this was right after high school and I still lived with my parents, and try to come inside. He panicked when I was ignoring and avoiding him because he was trying to make sure we were ready to rebuild civilization and fight demons. He was dead serious. I finally answered his call one day told him I wasn't interested in being friends anymore and I didn't want to get involved in his plans. I didn't give him any explanation. He wanted to come pick up his book, and somehow handled it pretty well when I said I'd get back to him about it. I got his address from my friend and my dad and I dropped off the book at his house at a strange hour so that I could tell him he already had it back and to leave me alone. I moved out pretty quickly after that and found out he moved out of state. Sounds like schizophrenia. Sad for him but not your problem. My friend dated a guy briefly who was lucid at the time but 2 years later he was on trial for kidnapping. Two adults. Because the gator hack was in their backyard. Bro. There was one guy who I only dated twice. He had already picked out kids names. No woo. The next was an Italian exchange student who I was just friendly to because he appeared so lonely. One cup of tea led to a huge sheet of paper with love decelerations. And I saw him following me about the city so I had the campus warden talk to him. Definitely dodged two really crazy guys. We actually hear about it all the time. We just don't call it that. Stalking. Domestic violence. Obsession. Possession. Actual violence and intimate partner assault and murder are all instances of crazy sticking its dong in us. But it rarely becomes a story that we can look back on and laugh at. None of this is to say that female or male or same-sex domestic violence aren't a thing. Just that the consequences are not lethal nearly as often, and society is less likely to encourage victims to stay in those toxic relationships in the first place. He broke up with me and a few months later, I was staying over at a friend's. I was doing dishes in the kitchen and my friend's brother was also in the kitchen cooking. He had his shirt off but that was how he usually walked around the house. My ex called to ask me what I was doing. I told him it was none of his business. He asked me why I was in the kitchen with friend's brother with his shirt off. 
Turns out he had followed me to my friend's house and was across the street looking through binoculars into the kitchen window. He threatened to come into the house but he didn't have the balls. It was still creepy though. Looking back, wish I would have grabbed my friend's brother and made out with him in front of the window. What the actual freak? Poured alcohol into my vagina when the condom broke to kill the sperm. Ovs against my will because that shirt hurts so bad. Don't recommend. What the actual freak? Got two crazy exes. Both told me in the end of our relationship that they hated everyone in their lives except me. Both told me they were suicidal after our breakup. A girl I know befriended ex number. One after our breakup and he had told her that he wished to kill my cat and write on my house with its blood your next. Their friendship ended shortly after. During our last date, X number. Two told me he thought he was a psychopath because he doesn't care about people and their emotions and doesn't feel empathy at all. After our breakup he stalked me through my menstrual cycle app. He had the app on his phone so he could be more empathic towards me when I was having my PMS. But after our breakup I asked him to delete the app and he said that he already deleted it. And saw that I had gotten an emergency contraceptive. He went on texting me asking for an explanation. Later I also heard from a friend that he has nudes of me and that he likes to keep them so he has power over me. Don't know why these guys ended up being crazy. They seemed normal guys when I fell in love with them but they turned out being crazy during the relationship. I always want to give everyone a chance as I always see the good things in people, but sometimes it's better to acknowledge the red flags. We hooked up on Friday. Two days later he was standing outside my door telling me to get dressed and that we were going on a walk. He was being pretty loud and I had already gotten a noise complaint from my neighbors so I decided to go with him. We're on a walk and I steer us towards the tourist parts of the city so we won't be alone. About 10 minutes into our walk he asks me are you seeing other guys? Reminder, I met him two days ago. I say no, but he replies with okay. Then it was the blonde guy I saw yesterday turns out he has been following me the last two days and I start freaking out. I tell him I have to go back home and he says he's going to go with me there for safety. He then starts talking about our future marriage, that he will take me to his parents in two weeks and that he wants kids when we're still young. I kissed him by and ran into my apartment and didn't leave for days. Saw him on my street a couple months later but never talked to him again. Reminds of my Bumble experiences. Uh, the nostalgia of fear on dates. Nothing personally happened to me, other than being outcasted by my entire town of 3k people. No one bothered to tell me my new boyfriend was a rapist. Everyone knew, but didn't bother to tell me anything. After I found out, I immediately dumped him. All of this happened in a week. He was found with loads of drugs on him on Sunday, bailed out on Tuesday, put his dad in the hospital on Wednesday, withdrew $20k out of his dad's account on Thursday, and disappeared Friday morning. No one's seen him in 3 years. I'm glad I didn't get tied in with that. Was supposed to be a one night stand, no commitment, exactly what I was after. Next morning, he starts talking relationship and how this is so much more and how we were just so sexually compatible. Uh, nope. The sex sucked. Al and in daylight I could see he hasn't cleaned his house in years and middle aged, not kids, and relationship? I made it dead clear that wasn't happening. Right at the start. I don't do commitment or relationships unless he's super special. He wasn't. Nice guy. Just a mature. He kept after me for a week. 
wanting to tell people we knew together that we were a couple, and then said he was devastated when I had to get blunt with him, because not interested in a relationship isn't blunt enough, and tell him that there was zero chance ever. He hasn't talked to me since, which I'm quite alright with. He seems to think we've suddenly gotten divorced and is playing the victim card to our friends. Freaking insane. Just wanted a little fun. Apparently, that's the cue for picking out curtains. In daylight I could see he hasn't cleaned his house in years and middle aged, not kids. Heck, poor hygiene was a sexual turn off for me in my 20s. He convinced me that his, pre-existing, alcohol problem was my fault. That I was controlling him by asking him not to get drunk every day and spend all our money on alcohol and cigarettes. Told me it was my fault that I was depressed. And that my panic attacks were me trying to get attention. Guilted me into sleeping with him. Screamed at me in the street on multiple occasions. Brought drug dealers to our house. Kept me up all night arguing shouting when I had work the next day. Threatened to smash the front door in when I finally had enough and told him to leave. 3am. He was drunk. I had left him in the pub hours before and told him not to come home. I let him in because I feared he'd damage the house and I'd lose my deposit be charged for the damage. Called the police and they told me to leave because he doesn't seem that drunk. He's being reasonable. I still hate myself for staying with him for 4 freaking years. He decided to change duty stations and PCS to Japan when he found out that's where I was being stationed. Not even on the same island. A guy made an anonymous Facebook and told me he saw me around and loved me. He knew the bar I hung out at, the street I lived on and about what house was mine. At one point he told me he was skulking around in my backyard. He kept messaging me offers for the best sex of my life if I met up with him and wouldn't tell me who he was. He freaked out when I broke it off with him. Threatened to jump off the parking garage to off himself. Stalked me online for about 2 years and then, 6 years post breakup. Found me on OKC and sent me a message saying I was the only one for him and he's been pining over me for 6 years. Thinks about me every day and he will never date anyone else. Freaking nuts man. When we broke up, he followed me on a date. Cornered me coming back from the restroom and grabbed me so I couldn't move past and threatened to slit his wrists if I didn't leave the date immediately. Went on a date with a guy. No I didn't sleep with him but a story is a story. Who got mad I couldn't order anything at the cafe we went to. Then proceeded to take me to another place a 20 minute bus away so I could eat. But didn't care when I couldn't order there either. Told me about his plans to rob a bank. And how his friend very illegally obtained an assault rifle. In Australia. But before executing this plan. Said friend got locked up for the M lab he was running in his shed. Yikes. I decide to be nice now, leave ASAP and ghost later because frick that gear, but not before. 1. He says it's okay if guys do drugs but if women do it's gross. 2. The second place we went to was his workplace because he didn't want to pay for my food, not that I could eat or wouldn't pay for myself. 3. He had to go to court the next day because his ex claimed he physically assaulted him. I think I believe her. I ghost him, but 4 months later he messages me again calling me ugly, a junkie s, and a b alongside a picture of him in the bathroom mirror shirtless, skinny boy abs and all with the caption see what you're missing out on. I wonder what prison he's definitely in now.
A couple weeks ago I posted the question I'm a bartender with no college experience that is dating a nuclear physicist that makes dollar sign 120,000 a year and it makes me feel inadequate. How do I overcome this turns out she was crazy and a huge liar. Do you have a crazy ex story? Way too late to the game. Maybe someone will learn from my experience, though, as a junior in HS. I broke up with my GF of a couple of years to start dating this cute girl. We'll call her Amy, because that was her name. She went to the Catholic school in town. She was also an 11th grader. 17. Way hot. Way fun. After a few months of awesome. Her giving me jewelry as gifts. Walking me home from school. Sneaking out to spend the night in a motel. Etc. Etc. She started to get a little weird and clingy. She wouldn't ever let me call her, but called me constantly from other people's houses. Wanted to sneak into my house to spend the night, slept in my basement one night, and in my bed one night. Started to call at all hours. It was obvious that her parents had no control over her, and I was suspecting drug use. None of my friends knew her, even their friends at the Catholic school hadn't heard of her. Something was weird, but, DMHS, it can blind you. I was getting near to breaking it off just to stop all of the weird, when one night I got a phone call. It was Amy's dad. We had a very weird talk. It turns out that she had run away from home the night we started dating. Months ago, and stolen a bunch of stuff, including his paycheck, jewelry oh, crap. I was wearing his ring, and other stuff. She'd been couch surfing and running from the cops ever since. Stealing, lying, cheating, way weird, crap. So, I told him I had the ring, and he could've it back. He wanted to sit down with me and talk about how to get her caught or at least to get her to call him. I was really scared about my parents finding out what was up. I didn't want to be associated with her anymore, and I didn't want to get caught for all the crap we'd pulled, but, I was worried for her. I told him to come right over. About 30 minutes later, there's a knock at my front door. This big guy was standing there when I answered. He said, hi, son, I need to talk to your little brother. I said, I'm an only child. Blink, blink, blink. Are you Magnavita? I said, yeah, you must be Amy's dad. He blinked and said, I, how old are you? I said, 17. Same age as Amy. He started to laugh and then stopped immediately. His face got really, really red when he realized I was serious. He came in, sat down with my folks and I and then started with, so, for starters, let me get this off my chest. Amy just turned 12 last week. Holy, frick, that started a real shitstorm involving the cops, her, her friends, all middle schoolers. Oh, fuck m, courts, her probation officer, my school counselors and principals. And to this day, I am still stunned. As a decent looking, semi-popular 17 year old dude, I dumped my longtime girlfriend for an 11 year old runaway and then spent the next several months helping the cops track her down. TL, DR, Frick. I dated a girl about 3 years ago that cheated on me and got pregnant by the guy she cheated on me with. She tried to smother me with a pillow in my sleep after I refused to stay with her. Looks like when faced with telling you the truth, she took the soft option. Girl I'd been dating a few months had a court date for regular child custody stuff. Not my kid. Whatever. She doesn't come home that night. Find out through her friends she her court date was a criminal trial for theft forgery, and fraud. Off to prison for 3 years, 
I opted to delete her number. I dated a pathological liar for almost a year in high school. It wasn't until after we broke up that I realized how crazy she was. Here's a list of lies she pulled on me, her friends and family. 1. Lied about being in AP classes to make herself seem smarter. 2. Lied about having two best friends, were more like her imaginary friends, that always seemed to text me and back up her position during a fight. 3. Made up an elaborate story about this guy sneaking a kiss on her and professing his undying love in order to make me jealous so that I might see another guy in the picture and step up my game. 4. Lied about having a form of stomach cancer after we broke up in order to make me feel bad and take her back. 5. When that didn't work, she then claimed to be pregnant with my child. She went as far as to order a fake sonogram to convince me she was pregnant. 6. After the sonogram, I began to believe her and accepted the fact I might be a father in high school. She then went into surgery for her cancer and an accident happened and the child was lost. Because she had been convinced at the time, it really fricked me up that I had a child and lost it. 7. Lied about her father drunkenly hitting her and kicking her out of the house so that I could pity her and take her in. This is about a month and a half after losing the child. She tried to hit a chord in me cause my dad actually is an alcoholic. What she didn't expect was for me to finally call her out and call the cops on her dad just to have her lie unravel. Through pretty much all of this, her parents backed her up and only supported her lies, which made me fall for a lot of them. It wasn't until the last incident that her dad finally called me and told me the truth about his daughter being a pathological liar since the age of 3. I could go on for hours about how freaking insane this girl was with all the crap she pulled, but these are the major ones that I had to go through. I dated a guy for a year and a half, living with him for the last 6 months. We broke up the night he spit in my face, called me a W, and threatened me. A week later he had converted to Mormonism, and 3 months later he's engaged to a girl he'd known for a month. He lives in Utah now. Bullet dodged. That lad sounds like he's going places. All jokes aside she may have been having a manic episode that night. Which alcohol enhances? She should be admitted to the hospital considering the things that you've described. I had a friend that this happened to. Okay it was me. You're only half as crazy if you can admit it. Not me but an old boss of mine had a machete hanging on his wall as some sort of ornament. One ex used it on him. Didn't do much damage. He put it back on the wall. A few months later, another guy he was dating split his face open with it. When he healed, I suggested to him that he not put the machete back this time. And this is why I will never ever put sharp objects on display in my home. I dated a girl whose parents had died in a car accident when she was 8. After 2 years she told me that wasn't exactly true. She'd lied because her father had molested her when she was very little. After 6 more months she told me that also wasn't exactly true. She was just trying to keep me from talking to them because they hated her because, surprise, she was a liar m addict. We are no longer together. 6 months later she told you that wasn't exactly true. She wasn't really a m addict, just a very bad liar. I dated a girl for a while that I actually knew for at least a year before ever transitioning from friend of friend to dating. I quickly came to realize she was a pathological liar, and she made no attempt to hide it from me. I mean yes, she'd tell me all kinds of outrageous lies, but she'd also tell other people lies about US. 
in front of me. One time we met some friends at a club and she immediately tells them that we'd spent the day in Canada. Like we'd driven 5 hours in the morning, spent the day, driven 5 hours back and were now meeting people in this transdimensional day that would have to be at least 40 hours long. People are looking at me like WTF and I'm just making the frick if I know face. Over the course of the few months we dated she'd told me, her father was in prison, and her mother was institutionalized, neither true. Her brother was a junkie, her brother lived with her, had a good job and was not a junkie, her ex-husband was a rage addict, she had never been married, she worked for the governor's office, we were nowhere near the capital, never found out what her real job was, she'd had a clitoris piercing accidentally torn out, which was why she had no clitoris. Except that she did. She loved anal sex. Would rather have anal than anything else. Never actually agreed to have anal sex with me. I could probably keep on for a while. I literally only dated her a couple of months before I had enough. I was trying to break up with her gently when I saw a tow truck hooking up to my car outside her apartment. So I bolted mid let down saying you're too crazy over my shoulder as I ran. Not a crazy ex. But when I was a liberal Christian this guy named Eli and I considered dating once and he put me on hold to see what Jesus would have to say about it. So, I wait around for a couple months and he didn't feel like he was getting a green light from the big man upstairs. So he asks his mother to pray for us. We are 19 and in college together away from home. This strikes me as a huge red flag. His mother told us that she wasn't getting a sign either and revealed to me that this was the screening process the family went to in order to find the woman Eli that God chose for him. At first, Eli was devastated, and I was obviously quite offended, especially after he told me that God had someone better in store for him and I should be happy. We went our separate ways and I ended up getting married to one of my close friends and considered myself questioning the Christian faith, leaning towards atheism. He was horrified and we stopped talking as often. He remained single and ended up courting a nice Christian more right wing leaning and won his mother's approval. Girl that looked very similar to me only to get rejected. He was heartbroken. What does Eli do to remedy this? He enlisted in the army and asked to be put on the front lines. Because obviously God doesn't want him in a relationship at all and he is going to die alone. He said if he wasn't meant to have a family he may as well sacrifice himself for the good of our country. And yes, our army actually did put him on the front lines. Start a family or go shoot people be shot at. These are the only two options in life. I know a guy. Not my ex I am a guy. Like that. I loved torturing him to no end about his lies. Apparently he killed someone is heavily invested in oil, ordered a custom BMW that has been on the way for 5 years, is setting up a worldwide organization to protect the world from evil, I have too much fun going along with his crap, I even helped him set up this organization, I put him in touch with some programmer friends I have so they could do some work for him, I warned them he is crazy first, he never actually asked them to do anything, I checked with them. I drove him to the bank because he does not have a car so he could open up a bank account and put about $200.000 in it for the use of the organization. Naturally I never saw the transfer or the opening of the account. Plenty more stuff as well. Oh and I am officially part of this organization which is divided into a cell structure so I am not allowed to know who else is in it. No one I suspect. I am a little worried that I am going to end up part of some terrorist group and get arrested but it's too much fun seeing where this is going. And to be clear, he is harmless, just crazy, fun crazy.
Fun crazy can turn to holy crap he has a goddamn battle axe and is coming after me crazy pretty quick. Be careful. My favorite quote from this post is she asked some 10 year old kid on omegle.com if he wanted to put put his little penis inside her. And the deal breaker was. Like the deal breaker came after that. In my section at work. We had an inter-office chat program that connected to random people working in other sections of the country. Kumi the stupid 24 year old, who has little experience with girls, but a lot of experience in chat rooms and how to garner attention. I get the attention of a girl in my section, and we start private chatting. Two weeks later, she has broken up with her boyfriend, and said she'd like to date me. Cue shitstorm. Due to bad circumstances, I basically end up moving in with her after one month of dating with her and two roommates. She comes home with a puppy after living together for three weeks, and treats it like our baby, taking to it like it's a baby. I'm already thinking find a way out. After a total of four months, I secure living space away from her and break up with her. Within the same three days, she threatened to crash her Mustang into a tree while going 90 miles per hour if I didn't get back together with her, to telling my workplace that I'm horrible in bed, when we had sex maybe twice over 4 months due to her insecurities, and then finally to propositioning me for no strings attached sex, just so she could see me again. Two months after I moved out and moved to another section at work, she was getting married to a man who couldn't meet her folks, because he couldn't leave state lines due to his parole. TL. DR. Don't dip your pen in company ink. Ever. Q. So while I was in high school, I started dating this girl, we'll call her X1. So when I first started dating X1 all my friends would tell me to not date her, I can do better than her and blah blah blah, but I was blinded by what I thought was love at the time. So we went on dating for a couple of years and throughout those years I found out that she was a liar, manipulator, downright insane. She would always tell everyone that there is something physically wrong with her, i.e. back pain, bladder problems, knee problems and etc. When there was nothing wrong, except mentally. So after a couple of years of going out with her I realize that she's no good for me. I try breaking up with her, she tries killing herself. I get back with her because I am young and I feel like that's the only way I can get her to not kill herself. So we're dating again, but I can't be in this relationship so I break up with her again and once again. She tries to kill herself. After trying a couple of times, her parents finally decided to send her to a mental hospital, or so she told me. Once she got out of the mental hospital she tried talking to me and me being an idiot. I was there for her and tried to comfort her and talk to her and make her feel better. Her parents then moved her out to Florida, because they believed that I was the reason their daughter was trying to kill herself. She told them that I was hitting her and making her feel like crap, when I wasn't. A few weeks into her moving to Florida, her best friend that lived out there called me and told me that X1 has killed herself. I was devastated. I thought I was the reason that someone was dead. I was going crazy. The first girl I fell in love with was dead. I wanted to die. A week later, X1 calls me and tells me she was joking. She's still alive. So for a whole week I thought I was the reason someone died. I thought about committing suicide. Never talked to her again. That is one of the most fricked up things I've ever heard of. Sorry you had to go through that man. I've kinda always wondered if there are Barney Stinson-esque women out there, boldly lying to men's faces to get them in bed. Now that I know the answer is yes, 
I feel guilty for finding this amusing. Sorry, dude. When I didn't go with her to get her wisdom teeth taken out she refused to see me for a week, eventually claimed that she had died on the table from an allergic reaction, and cried that I wasn't there for what were nearly her final moments. When I told her I was spending one day of my reading week hanging out with my childhood next door neighbor instead of her, she asked if there were any exposed beams in her basement. She was a subtle one sometimes. Multiple pregnancy scares despite always using protection. Various claims of terminal illness. Several instances of cutting herself after a fight with no visible wounds. The only non-sexual reason I put up with this madness was that I desperately wanted to believe and reap the benefits of her first outrageous lie. That Patrick Stewart was a family friend. That sounds fine and all, but I dated a girl who knew freaking Patrick Star. In high school, I dated a girl who I managed at a blockbuster. She was a little older than me and physically out of my league. We dated for 3 months. One night, she was supposed to come over to my house to watch a movie after I got off work. She never showed. I called her, but no answer. Finally, her mother called me a few days later saying that my girlfriend never wanted to see me again. A few months after this happened, my boss came into the store and said that he found her. She decided to transfer to a different store. He then hesitated and asked if I really wanted to know the whole story. Turns out, she was engaged during the entire relationship to her stalker. I knew him as a stalker because he always called texted her whenever we were together. So, I dropped it. Then, a few years after all of this happened, she got a hold of me. She called to apologize and catch up. She ended up marrying this guy only a month after we broke up. She became pregnant early on in the marriage. He was then arrested because he raped an underage girl and got her pregnant. After that, he and my ex got a divorce, not because of the rape, due to him being a homosexual. And lastly, he was a youth minister at the church my ex attended. So that's my crazy ex story. TL. DR. Christian X was engaged to a gay rapist of little girls during our entire relationship. I dated a complete lunatic for 3 years. She was subtly loony, and it kind of came in waves. When she wasn't a frick nut, she was rather pleasant. The problem was it became less and less good and more and more crazy. I honestly think there is something clinically wrong with her. Fun times. She still wants to be friends. But honestly, how do you remain friends with someone with a shifting reality who went so far as to blame me for causing her son's dad to overdose and die? I was dating this super hot guy. He was gorgeous, tall, athletic, killer abs. He was a little kinky too. We hadn't slept together yet, but we were swapping stories. He told me his ex-girlfriend got mad at her roommate. So she had him jerk off into the girl's food. And the girl ate it, without knowing. Fastest deal breaker ever. My first ever boyfriend told me that he donated one of his kidneys, had a dangerous heart condition, that his birth mother had died and his mother wasn't actually his mother, that he had a secret older sister who died of a H overdose, and that he used to be addicted to hard drugs. All lies. Believed all of it because I was a stupid naive high school girl. TL. DR. Boyfriend was a freaking psycho. I was dumber than a box of rocks. I've been in a similar situation and you ought to know you weren't dumb. You were young and this was a learning experience that can only make you stronger. My entire story of my ex was crazy. The first 4 months. 
perfectly normal. We had a long distance relationship, which was slightly annoying, but I had just bought a house and she begged to let her move in with me. The day she moved in was the start of the most hellish year of my life. Things started out okay, she found a job right away, got fired within 2 weeks because she just stopped going to work, we had our house warming party, claimed my best friend old rumored raped her, later found out it was consensual, started drinking super heavily, started having problems with clonopin, became super psychotic, checked into a mental health facility after she tried to kill herself, had a Halloween party. She ended up lesying it up in our bed with some stupid tea who was twice the amount of psycho as she was, for an audience of about 10 dudes btw. She found her liquor of choice, Kentucky gentleman. It's cheap and would get her nice and whacked. While I was away on business for work, she drank almost a whole fifth of kg, then decided she wanted to go visit her mother at 2am. She stopped to take a pee on the side of the highway. Cop came up and got her for DUI. She did everything to turn my life into a living heck. I finally, after a year, had enough and broke up with her and told her she needed to move out. She had no place to go, no money, and her family wanted nothing to do with her. So what does she do? She goes on plenty of fish, finds herself some real classy dude, fricks him on my freaking couch while I am at work, and takes pictures of him with my camera. She tells me she will move out and move in with the new dude, but she has no money for rent or to move. I give her $800 for her first month's rent. I rent the moving truck. I pack all her crap and move it all by myself to her new place. I thought I had finally rid myself of her. Three weeks later, she scales my fence, climbs up to my second level deck and breaks into my house to take a bath. I wake up at 3am to the sound of water being run in my bathroom, I open up the door and there is Captain Crazy, in my bathtub, completely trashed and sobbing. I called the police for breaking and entering. Somehow the police thought that her story seemed more legit that she owned the house and I was beating her up so I wound up in handcuffs and slammed on the hood of my car. After I got the cops to understand the situation, they uncuffed me and freaking let that stupid bee go. I finally filled for a restraining order, and she left me alone for a whole year. Found out dude knocked her up. She waited until the day after the restraining order was over and started trying to get in touch with me to tell me that the baby might be mine. Turns out it wasn't. Greatest day of my life. She finally left me alone. A TL. DR. Crazy B. Life almost ruined. Life finally back to normal. This is more of a dodged a bullet story I was texting two different guys from OkCupid one of them said something about meeting up for gelato after he met with his parole officer. I then questioned him about having been in jail and he said he was joking. That same day he sort of fessed up to having been in jail, as well as hinting about his ex-girlfriend being the cause. I managed to deduce that he had beat the crap out of his girlfriend and was arrested for it. I erased his number and ignored him until he finally stopped texting me. Oh, and the other guy? He's now my fiancé. As a gun owner myself, absolutely never acceptable to point a firearm, loaded or not, at another person. To me, that shows an immense amount of immaturity on her part. Not to mention the possibility that she was probably going for a kill shot. Better luck with the next one OP. Maybe you'll find a better one at the gun range. I was scared shitless. I was in my bathroom and I heard her clacking my shotgun and I came out and it was pointed right at me. It wasn't loaded, but I had ammo in my nightstand. 
your first and should have been nuclear physicist earning 120k, they don't earn that much. Nuclear engineers on the other hand, in all seriousness, good on you for catching her in the crap. Some people just like to boast or make crap up to impress people. I don't understand it and doubt I ever will. People talk about all this crap and often don't have any idea what it means. When somebody that's lived half of it sits there and wonders if they're stoned for wanting to pretend they lived it to be badass. This is what really stuck in my craw. Maybe she works as a physicist, or at least at some sort of lab. But for a 26 year old to be a nuclear physicist making that kind of money is absolutely laughable. That's when I knew the story was bunk. I dated a girl with borderline personality disorder bipolar for 2 years. We lived together for 1 year of that. Everything started out amazing. Hence the moving in, we got along great, laughed a lot, shared all the same interests. Just seemed perfect. Once we moved in, I found out she wasn't actually in school studying psychology like I had believed. She basically sat at home going in and out of varying states of mental sickness a lot of it brought on by her very recklessly taking her medication. Ritalin, Adderall, Clonazepam, Paxil. Because I had been with her a year already and pretty much in love I decided that I need to help her. I tried to really help regulate how she took her medications and get her on a proper schedule. Encouraged her to find a job, enroll in school and so on. The whole time it felt like I was alive in nurse. Constantly dealing with her lows enjoying the highs. It really felt like I was coming home to a wild tiger most days. Not knowing who I would find there. Some days I would come home and everything would be normal and we would have a great night. Other nights I would come home and she would be in fits of rage. Paranoia. Depression. I paid for everything. The house. The food. Entertainment. I ended up losing a job because so much of my effort was put into trying to help her that I completely lost track of helping myself and making sure my life was on track. Towards the end of our relationship she was doing well. She had a job and liked it. She was enrolled for school the coming September and then one day she completely relapsed and went bad crap insane. She was completely unapproachable. I ended up staying at my parents just because I needed to stay away. She ended up cheating on me with someone from her work. Telling me all about it and almost seemed like she was enjoying seeing how much it hurt me. I didn't talk to her for a couple weeks. I was so heartbroken. End up getting a call from her just bawling her eyes out. Could hardly even speak finally she got out that the guy she cheated on me with gave her herpes. I was pretty shocked and didn't know how to react. Said I had to go and would call her later. As soon as I hung up the phone I was just dying in fits of laughter lol'd my way all the way into feeling better about everything d. tl. dr. good times. crazy. cheats. herpes. lol. At the animal rehab place I work at, a husband divorced his wife and she took their golden labrador dog. She starved the dog 1% away from death and showed it to the husband as a punishment for him divorcing her. I saw a picture of the dog and it was legit a pile of bones just laying on the ground. Too weak to lift its head anymore. She went to jail and the dog is in our shelter fully healthy again. Psychopath B. My ex-girlfriend was similar to yours in that she would surprise me on a lot of occasions. One of the best, or worst, times was when she came over to my parents' house for dinner. It was actually only the second time they had met her, and I told her to try and make an impression. The girl was enthusiastic if anything, and was eager to please, so she said she would do her best. When we got there, 
Everything was actually going pretty well. She hadn't forgot their names. Got on great with the family dog. And hadn't burped or farted yet. It was too good to be true. As the first course was being served. That is. Literally as my mom was bringing over some palmer ham and mozzarella cheese. She's Italian and her cooking is the crap. X jumps up from the table and yelps. Horrified. I look over at her as she stumbles away from the chair and towards my mother. Kicking furiously at something underneath the table. It's all in a slow motion as I realize that my ex is kicking at her own handbag. Which was now emptied all over the floor. And huge freaking dildo has just spilled out into the open. I scream in shock as she reaches down. Grabs the dildo. And throws it with some force at my father. Who has just sat open mouthed for this whole episode. Open mouths. The yellow dildo hurtles towards him. And actually partly enters his gaping mouth. I guess that was the climax of that particular dinner. I remember this story. You made it sound like the relationship was pretty good. I'm glad you took the time to update us. Especially considering how much is escalated. What were some early indicators that she was crazy? If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. for now. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.